1: Good morning, everybody. Live from Live Mana Worldwide Studios, in the heart of Little Italy, San Diego, this is Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude.
0: (laughs) No, not anymore.
1: What, a, what an interesting song. That's uh, my friend Cheyenne Benton, who was on the show yesterday. Um, good morning, everybody. Everybody listening right now on iHeartRadio. Everybody watching uh, on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. Listening live on Spreaker. Good morning. This is going to be um, <laughs> probably the happiest day of my life um to to be able to discuss something that i've held inside for a very long time that i've kept secret um only a few people know knew but i um so you know i've shared on the show multiple times that i um you know i talked about being molested by men and women i talked about Physic being physically abused. I've talked about abusing drugs. I've talked about sex addiction. I've talked about um, You know being arrested six times I and I've talked about You know nearly dying multiple times But never really gave details as to why So first and foremost, I just want to address this you know, I, when I was molested by two men as a child, I was seven years old as a child, right? When I was molested as a child, the irony is, is that I can't tell you that it was something that was horribly traumatic. I mean, it sucked. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. But... Even before then, there was things going in my head that I didn't understand. Now when I was molested, it obviously probably advanced my sexual knowledge and what I understood. But between being molested by two men and then women, I was over-sexualized at a very young age. and. Because my the people that the two guys that molested me told me that if I had said anything, excuse me, I got to drink of water. The two men that molested me told me that if I said anything. That they would tell the whole school that I was a faggot. And they would tell everybody. They would tell everybody, you know, that I was a faggot and amongst other things. And I was scared because they were older. So I didn't say a word. I kept it inside, even though I was scared and confused and didn't understand. And as I got older, at football practice, baseball practice, soccer, and I would hear people call each other faggots. It was even more confusing because I didn't really understand I didn't understand what was going on in my head I mean I I love boobs and I like girls and was you know totally into it but there was trauma based around what had happened to me with men and so I spent most of my life Because of physical abuse and sexual abuse. Being terrified of men. To the point that hugging a man or having a true friendship with a man. Was extremely awkward because I didn't understand what was happening with me. Horrible nightmares. Being confused. Being in relationship with women, but not understanding the thoughts that were coming through my head. Yet I never felt safe around men, ever. It was easier to be angry and try to like hurt them, like in sports. But having a true, genuine relationship with men was never an option because I was scared to death of them. Yes, I'm a big guy and I was scared of men. I've never had a male role model up until recently. But I was really, really confused for a long time. And when I discovered drugs, I realized that drugs helped me not give a shit what other people or thought or what it made the noise in my head become clear. And it gave me the courage to explore what was going on in my head. I've wrecked two marriages because of living a double, triple, quadruple life. I've lived most of my life as a closeted bisexual. Even though I don't even today, I don't like to call it that. Because I, don't look at, I just don't look at it that way. But that's what society would label it, so there it is. I, the drugs, using drugs, using cocaine, using methamphetamines allowed me to explore and and I felt safe. It made me feel comfortable. Even though what I was doing was extremely risky and dangerous and, and also wrong because I was cheating and I was living a double life because I could not stand in my truth. I could not stand. In the fact that a society would label it bisexual Native Americans call it two spirits because of that because of that the constant drug use to numb because you know I, I grew up I grew up in a I grew up in a Baptist Church and there is a huge stigma around homosexuality bisexuality there's there's this it's we're we're basically grilled in our head that we're wrong and we're going to hell so we hide and i'm going to say we because i know i'm not the only one Because of those judgments, fear is created and it causes us to start keeping secrets. It caused me to keep secrets that were so damaging, not only to myself, but to the people that I wanted to love. And I say wanted to love because it was impossible for me to love. Because I didn't love myself. I hated myself. I thought something was wrong with me. So I beat myself up. I hated myself. I restricted myself. I hid. And while doing that, I destroyed families. It, it fueled my anger and it fueled my hurt. And it caused me to lash out against people and other people in the worst ways. The more my soul became poisoned, the more secrets I kept, the more dangerous my behavior got. Because all I wanted to do was be free. All I wanted to do was be free, and be who God created me to be. This goes against what my faith says, or what the church says but my faith isn't based around a church or a religion. God created me the way that I am. God created all of you the way that you are your true self, the one that we hide, the one that I hid, because of the risky behavior, I put myself in a lot of bad situations and I contracted HIV. I've had to keep it. I, I didn't have to keep it a secret. I chose to keep it a secret because I was scared of judgment. I was scared of persecution and ridicule shaming my family, shaming my girlfriend. I mean, she knows, obviously. But I'm, I'm, I come, I've been on stage and shared horrific stories about my past and how I overcame. I sit on this show every day and preach purpose and living your passion and living your truth and using your pain for the benefit of others to overcome yet I held this secret I posted the other day about being a leader in my quest to be the leader that I was called to be and people are like you're a leader, you're a leader no no a leader stands in truth a leader stands in truth period I did not have the courage to live in my truth I did not have the courage to live my truth because I was worried about shame and the stories I told myself No more. I'm going to circle back around, but there's one other housekeeping thing to do. I've been in jail six times. DUI. Got arrested with an escort. Fighting. (laughs) Twice. And domestic abuse two other times. I have been an abuser. I've also had been broken. I've been nearly dead. I've been a liar and a hypocrite. My journey that I started last week, this 4 month journey that I'm on was to stand in truth and to be become comfortable with who I am and who God created me to be and to stand in my truth. I've said from the very beginning when I started this, tr- when this started this journey, I said from the very beginning that I wanted to fight for the people that didn't have a voice or didn't feel like they had a voice. I wanted to fight and empower the most broken and most wicked. I said I wanted to be the light In the darkest places where most people won't go. So today, I'm standing in truth that I, Joshua T. Berglund, am bisexual. Well, first, wait, hold on. Let me back up. I, Joshua T. Berglund, I'm a follower of Christ. I have HIV and I'm bisexual and I'm going to be a voice for the most broken and hurt and forgotten all over the world. It is my intention with this radio show, with this live stream show to work my ass off to make the show a success so that I am able to take the show all over the world and, 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 and give people a voice. And while I'm in those other countries, London, Singapore, Tokyo, Australia, New Zealand, Russia, Paris, Mexico City, New York, Florida, Las Vegas, Dallas, San Francisco. It is my intention with this show to travel all over the world and, and, and do a show. And while I'm in each city, I want to work with local communities of HIV patients, of sexually abused children, abusers, And of course, my heart, I want to work and and I'm going to work in prisons and and, and help them as well. It is also my intention to gain enough attention and exposure that I am able to work with the communities in such a way that I'm able to work and have influence on politicians To start making changes, to start breaking down stigmas, to give hope, resources, benefits, whatever. Everywhere that I feel led to go around the world, I'm going. And I'm going to fight for the people that are forgotten, and I'm going to fight for the people that are broken. I'm going to fight to help other people that are hiding that maybe that they too have lived a double life and they are bisexual or they're gay or or they have HIV and they're scared to come out. I want to break down those walls. I want to give hope. To the hopeless, and encourage people that feel like they don't have a voice, or they're scared to use their voice. Let me ask you something. I'm rewarded for coming out that you know I have have bipolar, and I have PTSD, and I have ADHD, and I have. You know, these these issues and I talk about how I've overcome and how, you know, I talk about my relationship with Christ. I talk about these things all the time and I'm using my pain and I'm using the the self-inflicted pain and the pain that I did not ask for. I'm using that and it's and it's it's empowering people, right? That's what you give me credit for on the show. You give me credit for that. Well, how many of us, of us out there, how many else have, have been hiding on who they are? What they fight with, what they hide. I know <laughs> that I'm going to be called a faggot. I know that I'm going to be made fun of and harassed because I have HIV. I know that. And I'm going to handle it with love. But I also know, and what brings me great peace is that some other people out there listening will feel empowered to use their voice because when they've been scared, I'm not hiding anymore. I used to tell me myself that no one would love me because I have HIV. I used to say that no one would love me because I'm bisexual. I used to tell myself that. How sad is that? How sad is it to shame yourself because of what society What rules they set up. Christians or people of other faiths that say that homosexuality is wrong. (laughs) Kiss my ass with love. God made me the way that I am. It wasn't trauma that made me bisexual. The trauma, the shame that fueled my brokenness that fueled my desire to hurt myself and try to kill myself with drugs and not caring because I was convinced God didn't love me because I'm bisexual. My relationship with Christ, my relationship with God, my relationship with my creator is better today than it's been in my entire life because I'm standing in truth. How dare Anybody judge another human for being themselves. How dare anyone judge another? How dare anyone judge another for the way that they look? The way that they love and the way that they feel. How dare you? You do not call yourself a Christian. You do not get to say that and judge others. It is not your right. How dare you? How dare you? There are so many people out there right now that are living and hiding from who they're selves. They shame themselves. They can't look in the mirror. They can't look in the mirror they're told that they're wrong (laughs) and it keeps them from loving themselves (sighs) how dare you (laughs) with everything in me I want to give people a voice to stand in their truth to know that your pain has a purpose God doesn't hate you because you may love somebody that looks like you or looks differently than you you feel how you feel when you remove the trauma and you remove the bullshit that you're told the lies that you're told when you're told that you can't be that no, screw you You cannot, when you're told that you cannot be who you are, yes you can, you'll never know who you are until you remove all of the judgments and the stories and the lies. Have a voice, have a voice. The people that are judging you, it's not about you. That's what I failed to realize. The people that I was so scared of judging me, (laughs) it was never about me. It was about me and what I told myself. Stand in your truth. It's all you really have. I wanna reemphasize something. I'm Joshua T. Berglund. I'm a follower of Christ. I am bisexual and I have HIV. I'm a proud business owner. A host. And I'm my purpose in life is to use all the BS that I told myself for years And flip that around and empower other people to speak their truth, to have a voice. No more secrets from me. None. I'm going to be me, unapologetically me. So that's my truth. So from this day forward, I'm going to live in my truth. And from this day forward, I'm going to seek organizations to work with. It starts here in San Diego. But I'm looking all over the world and and planning mission I think London's first. I don't know why London. London and Mexico City, something that's just calling me there. Australia, the same. I'm gonna go to Tokyo. I wanna go to the Middle East. I wanna go all over the world. And I'm gonna start breaking down barriers. I'm gonna start breaking down stigmas. Because guess what? There was a time. There was a time when I told myself, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. I'll never reach my dreams. I'll never reach my dreams. Do you know why? Because, I, because I, I, I was hiding. I wasn't in my truth. There's something to say about the truth will set you free. Because I assure you, now that the truth is out, not only am I set free, my purpose, the vision I've had since I was seven years old, about my life and where it was going, is going to happen. I envision myself at the United Nations. That is my goal. Mayor, maybe when I'm ready to retire, even though I love the nickname, the mayor. But when I'm ready to retire, (laughs) then I'll be the mayor of San Diego. But first, I want to have an impact on the world. And it starts today. I was gonna wait until March seventeenth, but I thought, why why would I deny my calling anymore? Today's the day. Today's the do it, the day we do it. Today is my day. Today's the day that I break free and I no longer live in secret. I'm so blessed to have a circle of friends that love me and support me and believe in me, in my truth. To be honest with you, I can't say I would have done it without him. But my journey is just now beginning. It's far from over. For the record, um, one of the reasons why I want to speak out about having HIV is because I want to break down another stigma. I'm freaking healthy. I'm healthier than I've ever been in my life, actually. That's that's the crazy thing. I'm healthier now than I was before. Go freaking figure. There are amazing doctors out there now. There's amazing resources for people to be able to get help, to get counseling, to get therapy. There's communities where you can talk and you can expose your fears. I'm healthier now than I've ever been. That's a stigma. I'm not sick. Technically I'm undetectable. I am not even technically I am. I've taken my medicine. I've, I've done the right things. I've done what I was asked to do and I'm very fortunate to be very, very healthy, to have a normal life. Well, normal, except for the fact that I was beating myself up and lying to myself constantly. But no more, no more. So that's it, um, that's my truth. I, I'm going to be very active in this, um, in, in, in working and helping people. Um, it's my calling. My calling is not to be a businessman. I mean, I love what I do professionally. I love helping people. I love empowering people and giving people a voice. But, you know, my calling is this. I'm going to fight for the forgotten, the misunderstood, the judged, the imprisoned. (laughs) Whether it's a personal prison (laughs) or being in prison, I'm going to fight for all of them. It's a big task. But I changed my name. I didn't change my name. My name, my given name is Joshua. When I gave my life to Christ, I started referring to myself as Joshua to remind myself of who I was led to be. I've been in prayer for the last two months to become the leader that I was called to be. I was so blessed to have my friend, Roman Braley, walk into bar one one night and say, hey, what are you doing next weekend? I go, nothing, he goes, I'm enrolling you. And I had the opportunity to start a leadership course that allowed me to break down my walls and my bullshit. I was able to stand in front of a room And speak my truth for the first time to a group of people that I didn't even know. It is my duty. No, 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 it's not. I get to use what I just told you, all of it. I get to use that to empower others, I get to be a mouthpiece for the people that feel like they don't have a voice. I get to do that. I get to use my pain, my suffering and my secrets to help other people. I get to stand in the face of Christians who want to judge others that battle with their sexuality. Don't battle it. Just be you. Be you. God created you that way. God created you that way. And I'm sorry if I'm offending my Christian friends that believe differently. But I'm speaking my truth. Because I know I was born this way. I was born with two spirits. If you don't understand what two spirits means, I suggest you Google it. It's actually a blessing. It's a blessing. If you don't believe me, Google it. There's a lot of amazing information out there about it. Being two spirits is a blessing and one that I will not shy away from anymore. I am not sick. I'm not sick. Again, my condition with the diagnosis that I have of HIV does not make me sick. I'm not sick. I'm healthy. And I have a voice and I'm going to use it to empower those who don't have a voice or feel like they don't have a voice. So that's that. Um, So everybody listening right now on iHeartRadio, on Spreaker. Surprise! Everybody watching on YouTube and Facebook. Thank you for watching. Um, I'll get to your comments. God, there's a lot of them. Wow. You guys, Uh, Jason, Brandy, Mary, Jennifer, Carlos, David, uh, Trisha, Ivan, Jennifer, Carrie Ann, Kathy, Ahmed, my man, uh, Bonnie. (laughs) Wow. You guys. (laughs) God bless you guys. Thank you. Um, minty. Thank you. So yeah, Jane. Hello, Rachel. Wow. You guys, God bless you all. So, you know, if, um, if you have questions, feel free to ask. I'll respond. Um, if you need prayer, I'm here for you reach out to me. And I didn't turn my back on my faith. I've already said, I'm a follower of Christ. I'm a follower of Christ before I'm anything, anything. I'm two spirits and I have HIV and I'm healthy, happy, and I'm free. No chains. Nothing. Nothing. I'm totally free. Now I don't know what that means to you. But I can tell you something right now. Any secret that you're keeping and that you're hiding. Anything. I mean it could be as simple as. Well not as simple. I mean if you've cheating if you're having an affair you have a secret addiction if you're hiding it you're just poisoning yourself you're restricting yourself from being able to receive the blessings of life the blessings that God wants you to have that your secrets are killing you I know it's easier said than done I mean, my God, it's taken me this long to to say this, you know, but any little secret, any big secret, you telling yourself that you can't tell anybody is just a story. <laughs> I told myself that I was going to be made fun of and ridiculed. Do you know that by standing? In my truth and, and looking at a bunch of strangers in the face and sharing that I am an abuser, that that's why I've been to jail. I mean, two of the times I've been to jail and, and that I have HIV. Do you know that by telling those strangers that, that I was released from a burden that now I can look at another man in the eyes without being scared? And not look in the eyes and as a friend in love, and like not it's not love is not sexual, love is joy, <laughs> love is peace, love is happiness to be able to look at other even women to look at in the eye without fear do you know how joyful that is There's no noise in here none it's gone so don't keep secrets set yourself free there's there's no reason to but see if you wonder why you're happy and you're depressed and you and you, and you tell yourself you have mental health issues and you tell yourself I've got to drink more and I got to do drugs. I got to do this. I got to do that. Or you feel led to do that. Try speaking your truth. Try releasing those secrets. Try releasing those secrets and see how you feel. And see, most importantly, see how you feel about yourself. I looked at myself in the mirror this morning when I made the decision to do this. I was going to wait until March 17th and do it on No More Heroin Show but not, I've never done heroin um, and I just felt my guest had to cancel today so I thought you know what <laughs> no accidents but I looked at myself in the mirror for the first time in so long and I smiled and I said I love you because I do love me. And because I love me, I can love you. And I can also stand in truth in front of you. I can stand in truth in front of you that and say, I love you and I care about you and I want the best for you. And I want you to know, that you don't have to hold on to those secrets anymore. They're poisoning you. They're poisoning you. Set yourself free. I'm here for you. I'm not a preacher, but I will pray for you. I'll pray with you. You can come to me with anything. I'm here for you. Thank you guys so much for listening. God bless you.
0: Goodbye. For garden color from the ground up, start with the ground. Vigoro colored bark mulch from the Home Depot. Now three bags for just nine bucks.